Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. And if you can't relate to hunting and meat, I think there's the exact same reason that you feel good when you grow a garden or when you can your own foods or when you go foraging and pick your own mushrooms or own veggies or own berries. Like that, that self-sustaining, that reward is, I believe, a primal reward system saying you know what tonight i'm not going to be hungry tonight i've got food and i've fed those important to me and we're going to be okay and we've got something good and i've got something to share um you know now you can just go to fucking mcdonald's if you're hungry but that's not the the story of human existence the story of human existence is you need to find something grow something or kill something if you are going to make it till tomorrow. Welcome everyone. This is Steph at Woods and Waters Project and you're hearing today from Garrett Benner, the modern assassin himself. This is a awesome conversation about the hunting industry being authentic and and real. Um, His career and what he's passionate about and just being himself and how honestly that isn't always the most well-received thing which is crazy right like who else are we supposed to be besides ourselves well like many industries the outdoor industry can have its ups and downs and we talk a lot about that we talk about some of the rad shit he's doing the rough and rowdy crowd he runs with and him just enjoying his life. This is an epic conversation, and I'm glad you're here. So I'm going to introduce the modern assassin. You're listening to Woods and Waters Project.
appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited to do it. Um, you know, I've been following some of your stuff for a while, so. Yeah, I uh, I was following you for a while, and I was so uh, your the mask you sent me one of the gators. Yeah, yeah, small. yeah. Um, that's like. I have like kind of a gator fetish and that's like my favorite one. I wear it all the time, <laughs> especially <laughs> yeah. with everything with COVID, you know, right. I wear that one into stores and stuff when I, when I can. So, um, that's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, that was a long, that, I, feel, I mean, it was at least a year ago that I, that you sent me yeah. that, but it is, yeah. it's sweet. <laughs> well, I, uh, I really just, I want to get to know you a little bit better. And I, I, I think, you're a cool and unique dude and i think that a lot of people that listen would love to know more about you and your story and um yeah i just kind of want to bs with you and get to know you today word let's do it <laughs> okay uh so garrett benner everybody right did i say that right that's correct okay uh, it's weird social media wise i only know you from that so like i've never really said your name out loud you know um, <laughs> so uh but I introduce yourself tell tell us about you yeah so uh my name's garrett benner as you just said uh also known as and i guess more better known as the modern assassin and um i just kind of how do i put it what do i do i, I just kind of don't really fit in with life and society today and i try to just do my own shit have fun, go out in the woods. I hunt, I fish, I film everything. I try to teach. I'm uh, good at a lot of shit, but I'm an expert at nothing. And um, <laughs> yeah, I just uh, try to do my thing and live by raw, real, no bullshit, really. Awesome. Yeah, I would totally say that you live by that just from like watching you and, and seeing everything. And that's part of why I wanted to talk to you because my the whole point of all of this for me is you know each guest i want to be a little pretty different than the last one just to bring like the perspective of different types of outdoorsmen and people just doing like different levels of epic shit to hopefully inspire people that they can just do their own thing and they don't have to fit any sort of mold or look a certain way or act a certain way to either be part of the outdoor hunting industry or you know if they want to share stuff just share their raw real stuff which i think you do a great job of i appreciate that um you know, I I kind of I grew up skateboarding and kind of running with a rowdy crowd and kind of just always was that uh, in that outlier group and kind of didn't always fit in or want to fit in, I guess, even and, um, you know, break the norm. And when I fell in love with hunting, um, it really anything I get involved in, I want to be the best at. Now, I am involved in 10 million different things, so I'll never master any one of them. But anytime I do something, I want to be the best. And um, it was no different than hunting. And it really didn't take me long uh, to find out that a lot of the hunting industry and I guess even the people were just uh, kind of white lies uh, of – how things really are and what goes down. And it's like, it was, it was a big disappointment to me. Not going to lie. When I first learned like how many things were kind of staged and bullshit. And I'm like, yeah. well, why, you, you know, I just, 
I, I and I understand now, like, I mean, believe me, I get a lot of shit for some of the stuff I say and stuff I do and whatever. And I'm okay with it because at the end of the day, I know my morals and where I stand and I'm okay with it. And, but, you know, I, I think it's in the hunting industry. You're already, no matter what you do or how good a person or a representative or anything you are of the hunting industry, there's already most people are against you because you're in the hunting industry. <laughs> you're right. killing something. Right. So that you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you're on the wrong side already. And then if you don't want to play ball with the normal um yeah, you just kind of don't fit in, and that's where you just kind of do things for yourself and the way you want. And you know, uh, I just that—that's exactly what I try to do. I, I try to just portray the the real life everyday guy. I'm no one fucking special. I just, uh, you know, I go hard and do a lot of different shit. Yeah, I love that, and that for me, my whole life—it doesn't even matter if it's hunting. I'm just, I'm. I'm hyper passionate and I used to feel like that was a bad thing. And I'm, I just like really get excited about life. Like I find joy in a lot of stuff and um, like usually related to the outdoors and hunting. And I like to do a lot of it and it is really hard for me uh, to stay focused. And I guess I don't know if I even have to be, I, I, I feel you when you say being like, cause I have this desire to be an expert in some things, but I get so excited about so many other things. I can't, I, I can't. I oh, yeah, you're never going to be able to right. master one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I don't know if that's – it is what it is. Like, I, I get – if I get a hard time about anything, um, it's probably that. Like, that's probably what people, like, jokingly with me say, uh, you know, like, oh, you got too much going on. Well, usually the people who are telling me that don't have a lot going on, so it's yeah. fine. <laughs> I mean, people way. used to tell me that all the time, and they just fucking gave up because it's like, oh, you got too many things going on, and then I just, uh, I try, I just add more to the plate. Like <laughs> I, I, you know, like for example, you know, me starting uh, the Kills It podcast, which I have not put an episode up in a while, and need to get back on that, but. Um, you know, I'm like, oh, podcast, you know, it doesn't take the editing and everything. It'll be quick. It's not like video. Well, of course not. You know, I got to go fucking ridiculous with it. And I got to start plugging in video <laughs> and plugging in photos and cool shit and making sound drops, to let you know when shit's happening. And, you know, I, I basically took something that was supposed to be quick and easy and made it majorly time consuming. Um <laughs> But, you know, it's like that's what I have to – if I have an idea for something, I can't not implement it. And, you know, um, how did you put it? Hyper uh, – Passionate. Hyper passionate. I like that <laughs> because um, I feel like I can relate to that a lot uh, because that that is most certainly me. And I tell you, um, you know, I told you I was excited to – to, to do your podcast and talk with you. And I was serious about that because um, I really do. I was actually just telling a friend about this. I really enjoy your post, um, how you go into thought um, and do a little writing piece with your posts and just kind of what you're thinking. And, um, 
you know, uh, I also like that you admit a lot of, um, I guess, things where you don't have knowledge in or things like that. You, you, you know, there's nothing wrong with not being a master at everything or anything if yeah. you're not trying to pretend to be. Yeah, I appreciate that you know? a lot. I appreciate that a lot because I, not to, I, I it's, I, I don't know that I'm going to make this like big difference in what's going on because like when you were talking about the little white lies and the staged BS and all that, I'm just like nodding my head on the other side because I, I, I don't think, I don't care how anybody wants to, like if they're in the outdoor industry or any industry and they want to be an influencer and make money off of it and like sex sells and all that shit like i don't care like good for you like make your money do what you want to do like i I don't really care but where i do have this like sense of i don't know if it's like a woman power thing or whatever it is but i just i feel like it's really important to share when you're not great or like give credit to someone else that helped you get where you are because I think that's where, especially for women, because it's the most, you know, it's the most growing demographic in hunting, and there's a lot of hate towards women who try to kind of just be a pretty face posing with an animal or like a fish or something, you know. Um, They get a lot of, they get a lot of flack for that, and that's, you know, whatever, but I, I think sometimes it's because they're taking all the credit when sometimes that's not where... The credit is due. If, does that make sense? What I'm saying, like, 100. percent And I, I mean, and I have friends on on both sides of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, Same. like, yeah. um, so uh, a person I absolutely love. I'm not familiar. You no, know, if you're familiar with Jacqueline Crooks, um, she's on bikini bow fishing and has her own bow fishing calendar and shit. And, yeah. You know, she's a hot chick. Rad. All this, but yeah. Oh, she is fucking awesome. She is one of my favorite people. And I tell you what, you take her out shooting and she will outshoot you when it comes to shooting fish. Um, But, you know, she's on that end of the spectrum, you know, a lot of the the hot chick type thing and everything. And then I I know girls that. Yeah. Then I know. I think that's great. Like, I think it's great if a woman feels like hot as shit and 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 showcases that like to me, that's. That's awesome. Like, no no hate on that. Whatsoever. Well, all I'm saying, if I was a chick, I'd probably be a stripper. I'm mean, <laughs> just being honest. But, <laughs> no, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, I mean, if you – if you, here's the thing. If you're good at it and you happen to be hot, awesome, more power to you. If you try to use the fact that you're hot to put yourself in a position to where you're influencing people yes. or acting like you know shit – that's where I got a problem with. And yes. there's even more of them. And, you know, like you said, it makes it difficult for some other women. Um, another one of my favorite people, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Caitlin Moss. No, but I'm going to look both these people up now. <laughs> Caitlin Moss, she is an excellent hunter. She hunts a lot by herself. She hunts a lot public land. Um and she's a pretty girl. And I think because of that, that also sometimes takes away from the way people portray her. Like, oh, she's just a pretty girl. Yeah. No, she's a fucking badass. She happens to be pretty, too. But that chick's a fucking badass. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it, it is. It's, it's a strange world where 
your on- online presence uh, and what people think of you often means more than what you really are. Yeah, yeah, that's well. And I mean, you know, that's. It's one thing I'll never understand. That's one thing I'll never relate to um, because, uh, you know, I I said this on the very first podcast I ever did. Um, No matter how sweet the peach, there's just some asshole that doesn't like peaches and tells everyone they shouldn't either. You know, there's no one that you can be or pretend to be that is going to please everyone. If you start doing this to please that group, well, now you pissed off the other group because you're not the same as you used to be. You do that. You know what I mean? You'll never yeah. make everyone happy. So why why not be anything but yourself? Um, and there's just so many people that use uh, social media to uh, pollute <laughs> what their true self is, is, as far as the image that everyone else sees. Um, it, it's, it, it's, uh, the, the waters are muddied for what's legit and what's bullshit. And that's exactly why I've always tried to remain pretty clear and transparent about where I am in these muddy waters that if I say something, it's because I believe it. You know, nobody's paying me for it. Um, I'm not necessarily trying to influence you. I'm telling you what I truly believe, and that's that. Take it for what you think it's worth. Yeah. No, I love that. And that's that's what I mean, like, with all of it is, like, I just – I think it's great that more people are getting into hunting and fishing, and I I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, And I I just taught a class – last week and it was brand new hunters and we're teaching them how to bow hunt and then they're going to go out hunting for the first time this season and it's a series of we taught like blood trailing and shooting from a tree stand and different different things this past week and you know kind of a talk I have with them is you know as they get into the social media and the hype in that world you know I'm telling them like just make sure you're doing it for you. Just make sure you're doing it for you and, and that you that you want this and you love this because there is going to be a lot of BS that'll try to pull, you know, it'll pull you in and make you think you have to be a certain way. And please don't, you know, change who you are. Like, do this because you love it. <laughs> Not- I, I think anyone that tries to be part of the industry loses that for a moment. For a moment, um, yeah. I know I kind of did. You know, I was... I was filming like you would see the guys on TV doing and everything. And what really changed it all for me is, um, I, you know, when you, when you're filming a hunt, you got to do the little before interview and everything. And whether you kill something or not, you got to do it every time because you don't know if that's going to be the day. And I had actually like just had an argument with this chick I was dating or whatever. And I kind of like, didn't even want to go hunting but you know i did (laughs) i just i wanted to go hunting but i wasn't in the mood for all the fucking film shit and everything and when i started doing it i just didn't give a fuck about what i was saying and i was just talking and i ended up killing a deer and you know i'm like oh well i'll never be able to use that footage because i was cussing and da 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 and Shortly after that, the the next deer that I killed, 
you know, I filmed the whole thing and I called up a buddy of mine and I told him all about it. And, you know, I was just fucking stoked because I got great footage of it. And he helps me get it out of there. We get back, we crack a beer and we're watching the footage and, and, you know, he watches the video and I was like, yeah, what do you think? And he was like, dude, you know, you got great footage of, of the action and everything. He said, but that was nowhere near as exciting as when you called me and told me about it. And that's when I realized how much I was dumbing down my natural self and, and my hyper passion. <laughs> I, w I was dulling that down because I didn't want to offend anyone or I didn't want to, you know, you harvest an animal. You don't kill a deer. You harvest an animal and things like that. And, you know, me, I'm like, fuck yeah, I just smoked that bitch. Did you see that? Like, you know, that's the kind of shit that flies out of my mouth. And there's some people, oh, you have no respect for the animal. I'm like, I call my best friends bitch. Like, if you think I don't have respect for a deer because I said I smoked that bitch. Like, I call my best friends bitch. Like, it's a term <laughs> of endearment. It's just a fucking word. Like, but, you know, that's how some people are. And, and they're like, you don't respect animals. You don't respect nature. And I'm like, no, I don't give a fuck what you think about my vocabulary. That's the difference. Like, I'm not trying to impress you. If you like my shit, cool. If you don't, move on. Don't care. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and that's kind of just where I've always been with it and you know um i'm not gonna mention names or anything because this is you know a long past but i had uh a company that's pretty high up in the industry like one if i mentioned the name you'd say whoa uh uh someone that worked with them this was about 10 years ago was like hey we like what you're doing but you uh, just got to stop cussing and you got to play ball and go with the storyline. We, we like we got a cat. We want to get a cameraman paired with you. We think we got a guy. And um, I was ready to put a little bit into traveling for some hunts and everything. And I just realized, like, no, this isn't where I want to. This isn't what I want to do um, because of what they were asking me to do. And uh, I'm like, well, that's all like, like it, it I don't do anything reenactment yeah. um, <laughs> in my videos and mm -hmm. stuff like that. If you see me draw my bow, it's because that's when I drew my bow. It's, uh, you know, I like you see guys with one camera that have five different angles of them drawing their bow and shit. It's like, how did you do that? Oh, you're faking it all. <laughs> You know, like if I didn't get it, I didn't get it. If if there's a video of me dragging a deer, it's because I walked ahead, set up the camera, went and picked that fucker up. And now I'm dragging it like, you know, I try to keep it as real and, and relative as possible. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I I really wanted to dabble with uh, video and I, I've shared this a few times I where I get really stuck is not so much the creative spot it's like i'm trying to figure out how to because for me i just it's just a new thing like really enjoy what i'm doing and like being in the moment but still filming is a hard thing for me like it's hard for me to 
you know what I mean? Like it, it is it, yeah. what what really gets it. Um, I think is when you film someone else. Yeah. Because yeah. you're you're making a shot too, if that makes sense. Like yep. you're okay. aiming, but instead of pulling the trigger, you're making sure that focus is perfect. And instead of you know trying to hold it together to make sure your arrow flies through. You're holding it together so your footage isn't shaky as shit. You, you know, it's like, and then when you can rewatch that and share that um, and watch over and over again. And I tell you, that's one thing that I feel like I have a massive advantage over a lot of people in is every hunt for the past 15 years, uh, whitetail hunt and pretty much everything else. But right now I'm speaking whitetail hunt. I have filmed and so i can always i know what happened while i was out there and then i'll watch the footage and i can't tell you how many times i'll be like oh right there look at her twitching her nose oh shit, she winded me from where i came and that's what happened or you know you, you 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 pick up these mannerisms and things that you maybe didn't notice while you were in the tree and with all the adrenaline and what happened. And, um, you know, it, it's, it, it's cool to be able to go back and look at that. And there's, it, you know, a lot of times you shoot something and you say, well, what happened? Where'd you go? I, I don't know, dude. I was just so jacked up. I, I, I think <laughs> I hit it good, you know? And well, if you got it on video, you watch it back in slow-mo and you're like, Oh yeah, she that's definitely double long. We can go look for her right now. Or uh that might be a touch back toward the liver. Tell you what, let's go back to the truck, drop her gear. It'll give her another hour and a half, you know, and then if it's like, oh, that's a gut shot, yeah, maybe we should just let it overnight or you know, whatever. You can watch it over and over and assess the situation um to make your best judgment for recovering that animal. Um but one that I think it's one thing I wanted to touch back on. I think it's really cool that you were teaching that class um, for new hunters. Uh, our dove season just opened up on the first, and I have a buddy of mine. He's been a longtime friend of mine. He's actually been on Kills a Podcast. I think it was episode ten, maybe eleven. Ryan Bassetti. Um, yeah, this is his first year hunting, and I may have to fucking stop taking him because he's, he's got a single-shot shotgun and three shots at doves and three birds are dead. I'm like, man, this some <laughs> bitch going to make me look bad. That or he's making me look really good because I've been teaching him shit for years. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but no, that, that, that's a... Uh, that's a whole cool experience is bringing new people and and sharing your knowledge um so how long have you been like in the the hunting been in your blood <laughs> well i was gonna ask you the same thing because we've like skipped all over the place i'm like well i know we got into hunting i want to know like when he started but my dad <laughs> my dad uh took me duck hunting when i was four and uh, it's like a very vivid memory. It's the first memory I have. It was right before my little brother was born, who was also, you know, born in September, so during duck season. And I just remember that whole, like, you know, <sighs> I, I remember my clothes being too big for me and I was just 
little and all I had was like, you know, boys ahead of me, um, going with my uncle and my cousin and my dad. And I, I remember my dad, you know, carrying ducks back, uh, blood on his hands and like, you know, having to like strangle one, you know, uh, break one of their necks and looking at me like, oh shit, I just broke her. Like she's never going <laughs> to do this. And he was like, he told me, he's like, I was pretty sure that I took you too young and this was, it was a bad idea. He's like, and you just stared at me and your eyes were huge. He's like, but you just kind of. We're taking it in. Yeah, I took it in and then I just kept going. And then it, it, um, I wish at the time, you know, I, I want to like say so many things at once and my mouth is, is not moving fast enough. Um, but growing up in Iowa, I, with the family I did that, you know, a lot of people like to hunt at least a little bit. And I just thought it was normal. I figured we're in Iowa. There's lots of hunters like getting into school. I'm going to have like hunting friends and everyone's going to love it. And then get into school and everyone's really into sports and boys or girls or parties and I'm like no one wants to hunt no one wants to talk about hunting it's not like a thing especially with my girlfriends it wasn't a thing and you know I got really into sports and boys and partying myself and there was a and then into my career mode and there was just hunting was always a part of my life I went hunting for something multiple times every year got into bow hunting really big when I was 12 and I used to do 3D competitions with my dad. Um, but it, it just, it, I just always missed it. And it just always like, I just always wanted to do it more, but I didn't because I was doing what everyone else was doing. And then, you know, a few years ago, I threw myself back in really hard. Like I go okay. for everything. Gotcha. Cause I, it just, it, it heals me. It makes me feel better. And I, and I'm, I love it. It makes me truly happy. So I just don't want to deprive myself of that anymore. Dear <laughs> uh, primal. I mean, <laughs> the, you know, that's exactly why the intro of my podcast, that's what it says. You were born primal. Um, I mean, I think we, there's a reason that hunting feels good like he, here's the thing like if i watch someone like hit a puppy or something like it makes me ill to my stomach and i want to like kill that person you know what i mean but like shooting a deer or killing an animal uh like ethically and and hunting is something completely opposite and foreign of hurting an animal Right. Or like animal cruelty. Like, I never want to injure an animal. Ever. I never want to injure an animal. I want it to die. And quickly. I mean, I want to kill it. But they're two completely different things. And I think a lot of people that don't have that experience uh, could never relate the two. Uh, or they think the two are the same. They could never separate the two, I guess I should say. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, it's, it's, I guess, right, like I said right at the beginning of this, like if, it, if it's something to do with hunting, there's already a lot of people that are against you before they even know what, you, what your angle is or what you're doing, anything else. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. I think there's a reason that it feels good. And I, I, th I think there's a reason that sharing your harvest feels good. I think there's a reason that 
when you can take a slice of meat off the bone and even with no seasoning and marinade and drop it on a fire that for some reason that's the best slice of meat you've ever had. Um, and I, I, and if you can't relate to hunting and meat, I think there's the exact same reason that you feel good when you grow a garden or when you can your own foods or when you go foraging and pick your own mushrooms or own veggies or own berries. Like, that that self-sustaining that reward is i believe a primal reward system saying you know what tonight i'm not going to be hungry tonight i've got food and i've fed those important to me and we're going to be okay and we've got something good and i've got something to share um you know, now you can just go to fucking McDonald's if you're hungry, but that's not the the story of human existence. The story of human existence is you need to find something, grow something, or kill something if you are going to make it till tomorrow. And I believe that's why it feels good to us, even even though that's not necessarily the society we're in. People don't realize it. Um, and I think that's what I meant at the beginning when I said, I don't fit into today's society. Um, I'm not okay with just going and getting processed foods and I don't fucking know what and eating it. Like I feel better physically, emotionally, mentally, everything, uh, when I've acquired my own food and I am at least somewhat self-sufficient. Yeah, that is, oh, I love all of that so much. I, I've been saying lately, I'm, I've been trying to figure out how to express myself about this. I didn't know until the last, like, couple years, and I don't know why, but I have become addicted to the whole process of everything. Like, um, like I, like fishing even. Like, I catch, I wanted to learn how to catch my own bait. And I wanted to learn exactly how I'm supposed to cut it. And I wanted to learn exactly, I want to learn like. You want to become a master at the craft you are on taking. Right. And then, you know, and and there's an art to cleaning the fish, right? Like there's all of that. And that goes with hunting too. And I had no idea how much fulfillment I would get out of each step of that process, especially when you get an animal, right? Like, and you start, did the start from finish to that, that is like so rewarding to me. And I, I had no idea that it would be like yes. that. Yeah. And, and like I said, I think that's why the reward is there because it's not easy. Anyone that thinks it's easy, oh, you're just going and shooting a helpless animal. Well, even if it is a, a, a cute little helpless animal you now got to get it out of there you now got to process it. it's not like oh it's just dead and ends up on a on a platter like your happy meal does right um and yeah most people don't know that but i really one of my absolute like one of the things i get the most joy from is when i share uh the the meats and the fish and everything else that i acquire and I get a text message and it's a picture of like, uh, you know, a snakehead filet laying on the table for my buddy and his wife and kids. Like, you know, or uh, my son said this is the best thing he's ever had and he normally won't eat fish. 
you know, like that is like, that's the greatest thing ever. Or, or when I talk to someone, they're like, Oh dude, by the way, that roast you gave us last week. Oh my God. We marinated it. Like you said, and it was delicious. You know, like it, like to me, my, my buddy that I'm just teaching to hunt now that I mentioned Bassetti, the reason he wants to hunt more than anything. I mean, he loves the outdoors. He loves nature. But he wants the food. He, he, he wants to learn how to acquire his own food, how to process his own food. Um, you know, if you learn how to butcher a deer, you could butcher just about anything. Yeah. Um, be it livestock, be it other wild animals, um, you know, a lot of the basic body structure um, – you know, four legs and a torso, a, a neck and head <laughs> are kind of common in a lot of animals. Right. Um, yeah. 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 Totally. I know it's that's all, like I'm I'm getting like all sorts of I'm as you're talking and thinking about all the things I like want to get better at and work towards this year and like handling and like butchering an animal is something like I, I've cleaned deer before. I've cleaned fish before. I've done that, but I'm not like there's an art to it. Right. And like, there's always a way to get better. And like, I want to, that should, that, that recently has become something I had no idea that I would be so excited to get better at and like, process well, it's, it's, it's in, yeah, it, it's a different, it's so amazing now because anything you want to do, you can, there's a way for you to learn on, on your own through youtube in the internet and videos or connecting with people on facebook and all it's not what it used to be where it's it's just hand-me-down skills um i've never canned before and this year uh my girl and i grew a big ass fucking garden and i had a ton of shit to can and we were like all right we sat down and we watched youtube videos and we were both on our phone looking up you know, different canning methods and supplies and everything else. And we're like, all right, here we go. Trial and error. You know what? So, and, and I, I even told her, I'm like, some of this might not be good. Like it may not work. We don't know what the fuck we're doing, but <laughs> we're learning and we're having fun. So fuck it. You know, yeah. like, like, you know, that, um, I saw the title of your podcast with Alicia Beck. What, what was it? Just start somewhere. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Say, same with this. Hey, it, it, we may not can this right. We may not do it right. Well, just start somewhere. Just do it. You learn, fuck up. You learn. That's trial and error. That's the process. That's, that's what builds you. That's what builds your skill. That's what builds your character. Fucking just get at it. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, yep. I, and I know that, right. But like sometimes before I start something, I'm like, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like I get a, you know, cause to, to our point earlier, there's so much stuff I want to do. So I'm like, Oh, do I need one more thing to not be great? Well, and then <laughs> you, you know what they say that there's, there's the things you know, the things you know you don't know, and then there's the things you don't know you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like if someone doesn't know anything about fishing, they just think, 
oh, well, you just put a, a worm on a hook and a bobber and it sits there. And they're like, well, what if you're bottom fishing? What do you mean bottom fishing? Oh, well, you put a weight and it sits on the bottom. Oh, no shit. Well, how much weight? Now you have all this new shit to learn that you didn't even know you had to learn about. And the yeah. more you learn about fishing, then you learn, well, wait a minute. It, you mean it even what color it is matters? Depending on what, how bright and sunny versus how overcast it is? Like the barometric pressure depends what size bait I should be using? What? Like, they, they, you know, there's things you know, things you... You know you don't know that you know you're aware you have to learn, but the more you dive into something, the more you realize, oh fuck, there's a there's levels to this shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, how deep do you want to go? Like, where does it, where does it, where does it stop? I, I think. <laughs> I, I think it was a, I think it's a Terrence McKenna quote who is just this crazy trippy fucker, but he he says. Uh, the brighter the bonfire of enlightenment, the more ignorance is illuminated. Yes. Oh, yes. And yes, yes, yes. I, I just love that quote because you think about it, you know, the bigger your bonfire and the more that you're able to see around you, the more you realize there's so much more left to be seen. Yes. Um, yes. You, you know, I, that, that's, that's a quote I absolutely love from that guy. Oh, and I, uh, I've, I've seen, I saw that briefly, I think one time shared probably on social media and I was like scrolling, you know, and I'm like, Ugh, like, and I never saw it again. And I, I think, I think <laughs> I that think it was Terrence McKenna. I'm saying how much I love this quote. No, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking but positive. That it was him, but that's exactly what it is though. That is exactly what it is because I grew up hunting my whole life. Right. But it, there was things I just tagged along and did. Right. Like, especially when I was little that my dad did for me, you know, um, and then I realized when I started really doing stuff by myself, I'm like, shit, I don't know how to do this or understand this or this. And it made me feel a, a little bit incompetent, but then B, it just really like was very like, it drove me to want to keep doing it so I could just actually be good at it, you know? Uh, well, that that's a testament to your character is, you know, you you're like, oh, this isn't just steps, but there's some big hurdles and walls that I have to uh, climb over here. I'm just going to turn the other direction. Now you're like, all right, you tied your boots a little fucking tighter and started at it, you know, and and that that's what I was saying, too. I, I, I love how you include writing pieces of not only um the information and what you've learned or what you're trying to gain but also how you feel and think about those situations um i really do enjoy you, you know your your content because uh i can tell you're uh, I, I still love that term hyper passionate um and it's I like the way you convey information um, and I, I like the way that I don't think I've ever seen anything and felt like you you were trying to 
tell anyone you were an expert, you knew what you were doing, or they need to do exactly what you're doing. Um, you're just speaking of passion. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I I very much appreciate it because that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to do. Because I, you know, I hope someday when I'm old and gray, I am like extremely, extremely competent in something. <laughs> <laughs> but you know i imagine i still will not be the expert in it at that point and that's totally okay um i just there's a lot of people um and this isn't a bragging thing like i'm sure you have the same experience i put myself out there so i have a lot of really awesome people who lean on me for advice or want me to take them hunting or fishing or I have inspired them on some in some way somehow and I want to keep showing up for them you know like I, I want to do it for myself but I also um, I like mentoring people and so I want to be the best mentor I can be I, I don't want to um, lead someone astray you know and put them in a bad situation yeah I've I've gotten I've I've been fortunate um, in some of the people that I've touched or influenced. Um, and some of them I knew and some of them I didn't like, uh, I, I got a message from, from, a, a younger kid, like uh, he was in his teens. Um, he sent me a picture of a doe, uh, he had shot and he said, and I had no idea who he was. I had never seen, he had never left a comment. I had never seen his name as like he had liked the picture or anything like that. And he wrote me a message talking about how he wanted to get into hunting because his dad was a hunter. And when he was about 10 years old or so, his dad passed away. And he had no one else to teach him about hunting or anything. And seeing my posts and some of my stuff made me made him want to do it again and he went and he got his license and he said he just kept reading what i was doing and what i was talking about and he went out and he shot his first deer all on his own awesome. um and it was just like you know he had never once asked me a question he had uh, again i never recognized his name i didn't know he was even following me um so you never know who you were influencing or to what level. I mean, That's right. think about it. how many things do you actually look at and not click like, or how many things do you read and not click like or comment on? Uh, yeah. uh, most of them, right? right? Yeah. I, I mean, so... And that that's also the reason why whenever somebody comes at me with some shit, I use the hate to educate because you never know who else is reading, who, what they are thinking, what they are taking away from it. So if someone wants to give me shit, I want to break it down as to why are you giving me shit? And either I'm going to educate you or, I mean, hey, maybe you'll make me realize that, you know what, I am, I'm not looking at this right way. I mean, I'm, uh, uh, I, I'm pretty self-critical. I'm... Uh, I ain't afraid to admit if I'm wrong. Um, 
So let's talk about it. But that's why I use the hate to educate because you never know who else is reading. And when someone tells me, uh, oh, you're a dumbass hunter, you need to just go choke on a deer dick, you know, I'm I'm going to bring up what, why, why do you think it's wrong to hunt? Where do you live? What do you this? Why do you think, it, it, you know, um, so many deer hit by cars there? And, and what do you think should be done? And, you know, but and. A lot of people just don't realize like their animals don't die peacefully in nature. Like they either freeze to death, they starve to death, um, or they die from sickness. Uh, they don't have like a nice place. They go lay down and just like majestically fall asleep with butterflies flying around. That's not nature. Yeah. They go lay down to die in peace and they have fox and raccoons and shit eating them while they're still alive because they're too weak to get away. That's the reality. Um, yeah, I don't know how I went off on that little no, tangent. It, there, but. <laughs> no, it's just like, ed, like the hate to educate that. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, since we, um, I, I'm curious, like, did you grow up hunting then? Did that start young for you or how did that, how did that start? My, my parents did not hunt. My grandfather on my mother's side did. And I, I liked going hunting. Um, I only got to go maybe one to two times a year. But like you said, you vividly remember um, going on that duck hunt. I mean, I remember me and my cousin sleeping on my grandfather's sofa bed and neither one of us able to sleep because we were getting to go hunting with my grandfather and our uncle the next day. And you know, I vividly remember like the jacket I was wearing being like so big that I could like barely see over the cuff of it. Um, you know, uh, all those things. But and related to like what you said, when when I was going deer hunting with my grandfather, it was walk out in the woods or on the in on a field edge. And well, can you see? Sit down. Shut up. That, that was hunting, yeah. deer hunting. There yeah. was, well, the deer are coming out here or they're bedding there, so they're going to enter the field this way. Or, you know, if you're hunting the morning, well, you want to hunt near the bedding. It, you know, there was, it was just, well, you, can you see? All right, sit down, shut up. So uh, I thought deer hunting was kind of boring. Right. You know what I mean? And I wanted to walk around and shoot squirrels and rabbits and that kind of shit. And, you know, so I did. Um, but, uh, it wasn't until college that I needed something else to do besides just party and whatever. And I needed to kind of connect back to the outdoors and also just kind of calm my mind. And that's when I got into archery, like bought a bow fit for me and not just had a hand me down from my cousin and, you know, started to learn how to shoot a bow and shot my first deer with a bow. And that's when the whole, uh, <laughs> the, the passion for hunting went, uh, hyper, hyper. Yeah. <laughs> I was just yeah. going to ask like, when did it go like next level for you? Yeah, yeah. that, that was exactly it is I, I, I remember I was at, I went to this property, I borrowed a tree stand, borrowed a climbing tree stand, went went to this piece of property, and I mean, it was like a mountain, 
and picked the spot because there was a lot of deer trails and some acorn trees there and uh as i would packed up and i climbed down like as i was part way down the tree i heard something and here's deer coming i just had to like let them pass underneath me in the dark and i was like okay they you know my basic knowledge and thought was okay they're heading downhill they're coming from up top so next time i gotta head further up top mm -hmm. So I went back a few days later. I found the spot where I was, and I basically followed the deer trails backwards up the hill and went another two, 300 yards. And um, to my surprise, I was actually not far away at all from my truck and everything. Um, and there was a lot. There was some more acorn trees, some oak trees. And I, there was so much shit it was like it's undeniable that they're the deer here a lot i sat up and sure enough the deer came down i was two of them came down real early and when they were behind a tree i i got back the full draw and knowing what i know now uh i think they winded me because they kind of just stopped behind the tree facing toward me and I held that bow back for what felt like several minutes, but I'm sure it was probably at least a full minute. And it was a big doe and a yearling doe. And I wanted to shoot the big one, obviously, but the yearling stepped out from behind the tree first. And I was just kind of like, I can't really hold back any longer. I'm shooting her. Um, when I shot, she was only like eight yards away and I'm in the stand first time shooting from a tree stand and I shot right over her back and she took off running and I'm watching her run away. I'm like, son of a bitch. I can't believe I fucked that up. And then I look forward and the other doe ran about 20 yards in front of me and has stopped and her whole body is perfectly wide open and her head is behind a big ass tree. <laughs> and I literally, I reached behind me. I got another arrow. I knocked it and I can do all this without her seeing me. Um, I drew back, I anchored and I, I said to myself, I was like, this is no different than shooting that 20 yard spot of paper that I've been practicing on in that double wide trailer and just thought about how I was shooting and my form and everything else. And when I sent it, it went right through her heart and she didn't even make it 25 yards. Um, and that's when, that's when I was addicted. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it yeah. is. It's vivid, right? Like it's, it just, yeah. It, and it probably has something directly to do with, being primal like you said you you were born primal <laughs> I, um with uh like everything you've done with the podcast and you have a youtube channel and um you actually didn't you like design an arm for self-filming as well that i yeah yeah yep yeah yeah the uh the assassin reach camera arm um you know that I've always had a very uh, engineered mind. Um, I cannot buy anything and it just be left well enough alone. 
I everything I buy, I'm like, well, why is it like that? Not like this. I'll fuck it. I'll make it like that. And that's just what I do. I modify everything. And one of the reasons I never transitioned into the saddle hunting is I was like, I don't see with the camera arms and the systems that are available how I'm going to be able to do this effectively without compromising um, my confidence in, in what I can capture. Because here's the thing. I have probably more good deer. Well, I know I do. I have more good deer on film walking by that I couldn't get the camera set up on or whatever. And so I didn't take the shot than I do on my wall. Uh, uh, you know, I to me... I've been doing it for so long. Um, filming a hunt is the, the camera is no different than your bow. Like it's, it's just what you take, what you do. Um, you know, turning the camera on and having the camera arm set up is no different than putting an arrow, knocking an arrow on your bow before it's time to shoot. Like it's just part of the routine, part of the setup. It's just what you do um which i mean it's not what everyone does and i i always tell people my my best piece of advice for getting into self-filming don't (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna watch more deer walk away than you're gonna kill you're gonna fuck up more opportunities than you're gonna capitalize um but if your goal is to get it on film, then you just got to be aware of that. And then I guess my second piece of advice would be the assass- by the assassin reach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's I have thought about it a lot because I, I there I with the podcast and with mentoring and all of that, I have created this community of really amazing people that I actually like to hunt with now. And so I kind of, the whole going solo thing actually ended up creating a community for myself, which is cool. Um, um, so I was really going to get into self filming cause I'm like, well, I'll just, you know, I'm just going out here by myself and I really want to like replay it. If, especially if something epic happens, you know, but yeah. I mean, I'm curious and dabbling in that. I, I think you're probably right that maybe don't do it because I would I yeah but I I think it's great I I want to I want to get more stuff on film but I think I'd get a lot of enjoyment of filming other people myself like you said earlier yeah I mean it is it's a way to hunt without punching a tag I, I mean getting that shot on film and having it in focus and in frame is is just as important to me as as making the actual shot. Um, and speaking of filming other people, I I, I just recently got to film Tim Wells. Oh, um, yeah, I got to film him bow fishing, and uh, you know we we worked together so well, and he liked my filming style and everything uh, to the point where. Uh, I may start traveling and doing some hunts with him and even going out to stay out in Illinois with him for some of the deer season to film, Um, which is awesome because he has been, you know, my kind of number one idol in hunting like forever. He's he's the one that isn't isn't full of shit, 
you know um he's a wild man and you know some of the amazing shots he makes you know that they don't always go perfect you you know and and you know people will ridicule him for that and stuff but i don't know i fucking love it he he goes (laughs) hard he's a wild man he has fun he does epic shit um and we got a lot of epic footage when he was here um blow gunning different shit um and, and underwater footage while bow fishing so it's pretty epic video you can find all that on on his channel and everything but yeah hoping to do some more filming with him um i do basically every hunt of mine is self-filmed except for when i'm with my uh with my ohio fam uh tattooed in the wild um Keith, Keith Chirac or Ryan, um, Brian Davis, when, when I'm hunting with them, you know, we're always filming each other and everything. And that's, I make a trip out there at least once a year for deer. And, you know, it's always a fucking blast with them. But other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm self-filming. Yeah, that's awesome. What What is your uh, next, like, passion project? Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> that, that's a loaded question. I'm working on, I'm working on, uh, different film right now. I'm working on, um, the podcast right now. Uh, I'm working on setting some better stuff up for filming in, in, in my own space here. Uh, I'm working now. I've just partnered with lone wolf custom gear mm-hmm. and um you know I, i've talked to cody for for a while and kind of you know at first wasn't working with them because it, it it i have so many ideas and things i want to create on my own i didn't want to just shelf them and put them wayside and start using other people's stuff and 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 abandon my own projects and the more i've got to know cody and talk to him over time and um got to speak with andre um we decided it would be best to partner and mean not to shelf these ideas but to uh bring them to the table with lone wolf and and see what we can implement into custom gear and hopefully make uh hopefully some of my ideas will make custom gear even better for for the consumers out there um but yeah i have a i got a lot of projects going on i got a bow fishing tip i'm working on um several actually i've been uh guiding with, with with a bow fishing captain nick mather working class outdoorsman um been guiding with him this summer and uh you know there's no other captain i i don't think there's any other captain for any other species anywhere that in their first year is known as the motherfucker to be with <laughs> um and there's there's no doubt i mean that there's some other good captains around and all but ain't nobody doing what we're doing um and anybody hears this challenge me to it if you think differently let's do it (laughs) um you know nick is the best captain out there for for this area and what we're doing hands down and um 
the fact that we both analyze shit deeply. Um, you know, it's kind of weird. We'll say, well, shit, the fish aren't here. The, you know, the wind blown tide isn't what we projected it to be. And a lot of times I'll be like, well, I'm thinking here. He's like, well, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. And so it's, it's good. We have confirmation, um, you know, a lot of times to, to bounce the ideas off of, of, well, if they're not doing this, maybe they're doing that. Um, cause we're hunting these fish, you know, like he, he, he is obsessive about getting clients fish. And I got to remind him sometimes that it's up to the clients to put the fish in the boat. Like, You've given them hundreds of shots, <laughs> like you know. So we've gone everywhere where the fish are; they're just missing them. <laughs> but you know, sometimes we we've got some real killers on board, and I mean, we've got a couple clients that that have shot state records. Um, so that's been another giant passion project: is the bow fishing, and you know, becoming an influence in the bow fishing community. Um, working with mega mouth bow fishing, um, you know, they're one of the very, very few companies I work with. I always say I don't have sponsors, um, and I kind of never did. Um, I wouldn't say mega mouth is a sponsor either. We, um, we, we, we work together. Um, you know, we, we help each other out. I, we provide them content and sell a bunch of shit. They help us out when we need it, but they're not a sponsorship. They're not paying us. And the same with Lone Wolf Custom Gear, you know, um, working with Cody and Andre, um, and the, the Lone Wolf team, um, I'm not sponsored. I'm not paid to say this shit. I'm not paid to use their stuff. And I'll be honest. And I mean, I'm sure there's things that I, I won't necessarily like her. I think we'll need to change. And that's exactly where uh, hopefully my ideas and things will be taken into consideration and, and, and improve what I believe is the best gear out there already. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So I'm always, yeah, I always got a ton of things going on. That That's for sure. <laughs> Well, uh, gosh, there's like so many, there's so many like things I want to hear about and, and, and learn, <laughs> learn from you, like seriously. Um, and I didn't, you know, like we said before, I really wanted this to be just like a BS session and I didn't know, you know, which way it was going to go, but, um, to wrap it up, I, even though I don't want to wrap it up <laughs> to wrap it up. Uh, what well, we your... can do a part two sometime yeah, for sure. I'd love to, awesome. you, you know, sweet. um, like, after yeah, because I, 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 I really, again, I, you know, not to, to, to be redundant, but I, I'm a fan of your content. I'm a fan of your passion. I, I, I think what you're doing is, is great for, especially the, this is a, a space, the hunting space that is, um, intimidating. Um, and it's, it's unfortunate, but I mean, what the, the, the only thing that's more kind of masculine and ego driven that I can think of is, uh, to where people need to feel that way 
I should say, or portray and act that way is combat sports, you know, otherwise hunting, you know, everybody's got to be the man, they got to be the best, they got to be the most macho, they got to know the most and whatever. And, you know, I hope I never portray myself to be that way because the, the, the guy that knows everything, that's the last guy I want to be talking to. Yeah. That's the last guy I want to try to learn something from is the guy that can't learn anything himself. Um, and I really think that the way you portray your content and your thoughts and emotions even uh, through your journey of getting back into this space, uh, I, I think you're going to connect with, with a lot of people on kind of a different level than some of what's out there um i i feel you're you're very real and i almost feel like I, I obviously i don't know you but i feel like you were probably a little shit growing up and a bit of a comedian <laughs> and you know what i mean like <laughs> i could see you being fun and interesting and and you're articulate and uh yeah so i i think uh you probably have a a, a good following and community and um if they'd like to have me back one, I'd love to do it with you again. <laughs> I, yes, we will do that. And I really appreciate that. That especially just, you know, I like you were talking about Kills It podcast, kind of taking a break from it and needed getting more out there. I, I did the same with this and for, you know, a couple just reasons. But every time, I'm not kidding when I say this, like I'm not being cliche every guest I've had I even if we don't think and feel the same way about stuff like every guest I've had I've connected with on some level and then get me jacked up and it makes me just want to go hunt or fish like that day <laughs> right <laughs> and I and I feel this bond with them at the end of it you know even if it's not like every single one of them just I'm their cheerleader they're my cheerleader they 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 get me on a deeper level and we have this kind of you know, understanding and respect and, and bond now. And that, uh, even if we're totally different, you know, even if there were things we didn't agree on, um, it just, the community can be an awesome thing. Like the outdoor community can be like the most badass thing you're ever a part of. If you, if you want it to be right. Like if you want to just be like authentic and, and connect with people, it can be the coolest thing that ever happened to you. I, I really, and I'm, I'm sad that I, give myself so much space in between podcast episodes because I, I, I love the people. Like I, this whole conversation is I, I'm, I am kind of like tired tonight, but after this, like, I think I'm going to go coon hunting cause I have some energy now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's what's up. That's what it's all about. Um, Hey, I don't sleep. I'm out bow fishing every night or I'm yeah, working on shit yeah. till And here's the thing, you know, and, and, uh, my last podcast episode that I had published with uh, Johnny Utah, Johnny Mulligan, mm -hmm. you know, he don't sleep. No, he does not. He's got a ton of passion <laughs> projects and all going on. And, and you know, if you want to make something happen for yourself, if you have a, a nine to five job or, or even a fucking nine to seven or nine to nine, coming home and, and giving in to being tired and having to get ready for work the next day, you were never going to get your own things done. And so you got to provide for yourself, obviously, but if you want something, you, you got to just find the way to make it happen. It's like, how bad do you fucking want it? 
Um, now that being said, uh, and me not putting as much content out, I was starting to get burned out by a lot of the community. I was starting to just see stuff that was getting on my nerves and just redundant shit. And, and too many people that are influencers that uh, have never even had a bloody arrow, but they're telling you what, what you should be doing to kill a deer. I I get tired of that shit to where sometimes I, I almost get, um, I don't know, even cynical about it or it, I let it piss me off and get to me. And I'm like, you know, the reason I think sometimes I'm like, well, the reason I haven't made it bigger in this space is because there's so many other motherfuckers that are just filtering shit out there that it it takes time to find something good. But then I, you know, can't blame people. The world's full of different people trying to do different things. And I just realized some, I just separate myself do my shit and um I, I feel like some of the projects i'm working on and the things i got going on uh shit's gonna pop off i mean with here's the thing you look at lone wolf custom gear they're the most elite group of solo hunting individuals there are that they, they're the most elite group am i on that level of uh, a whitetail addiction like them no Am I on that level of passion and getting after it and analytical? Absolutely. But I just spread myself thin on so many different species and things. Um, but, you know, just uh, just having them ask me, you know, let's work together. Are you interested in partnering? You know, when that, that says enough in its own that, you know, even though I'm not doing as much on social media and I'm not – following all the crazes and and on Facebook and staying active in all the groups and shit. I've actually been having more good shit happen. Um, So it's good to step back from it. And instead of uh, me trying to get into the community, I guess I'm just letting whatever community wants to come along fucking hang on just, you know, and they know the shit's going to get bumpy, but that's what it is. That's life for all real, no bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I love that. Yeah, because it can get, the more you get into something, the more you start seeing other people who are doing kind of similar stuff, and it can get, the comparison game is, is evil for all things, right? Like, you just can't, not that you're comparing, but you just get sucked into the, the BS, the stuff that's not you. It's kind of like you, but it's not you, and you just need to, like, stay in your lane, and I, I, I think that, you know, manifestation or whatever you want to call it, um, good stuff happens when you... When you're staying true to what you want, what you're thinking. Not you reap letting... what you sow. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank, thank you so much. Like, I, I feel like I just barely skimmed, like, you. And I, I tell us where everyone can learn from you and find you and, and follow along with you. Right, right. Um, again, my name Garrett Benner. Uh, Facebook. You know, Facebook really ain't shit on there for me except sharing some other videos maybe, but uh, pretty much all my content is on Instagram at the underscore modern underscore assassin. If you just look up the modern assassin, you'll find me. YouTube, the modern assassins, and YouTube, the kills of podcast. You can find kills of podcast on pretty much every podcast platform. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, themodernassassins.com. But if you want to keep up with what's going on, Instagram is definitely where I'm I'm most active, uh, where I feel like I have my most collective community of my kind of people and fun and uh, where I keep people up to date on shit on pretty much everything I'm doing. Um, and there's a lot of shit I'm working on right now that uh, I, no one really knows about. Um, that's kind of why I haven't been on the, all these social media platforms too much lately is because if I'm busy on there, I'm not getting other shit done. So, But yeah, pretty much everything. Just look up The Modern Assassin or Kills the Podcast. Sweet. Thank you again so much. And um, do you have any like parting words? <laughs> um get after it like you said uh start somewhere if you want to do something start it it it, it, whether you're semi-passionate or hyper-passionate follow your passion awesome thanks man so much so so much this was this was (laughs) i thoroughly enjoyed this and i look forward to staying in touch and connecting again soon good shit till next time (laughs) until next time (laughs) Uh, see you. Bye. Thank you again, Garrett. You're awesome. So appreciative of you. And keep doing your thing, man. And everyone else, thank you so much for being here and listening. And like he said, until next time. <laughs>